Hello and welcome to Cousin Chat, where we talk about what matters. Today, I have my friend Regina joining me again. Regina, say hello to the people. Hello, people. How you doing? Well, I'm so glad you were able to join me for this chat. You know, I was thinking about it, and I don't know what made me think of this, but I started thinking about all of the shows that I've seen where, you know, people, they just can't wait to get married, but they kind of skim past the whole premarital counseling part of it. And so it's almost like they do it just to get it done so they can go on and get to the wedding. And it got me to thinking, like, I wonder how many people actually do that. Because, you know, by the time a lot of people go through premarital counseling, they've already paid for a place, you know, a venue. They've already sent out invitations. They've already got their dresses. Like everything is already in motion. And so maybe like a couple of weeks before the wedding, maybe a month before the wedding, that's when they do all the premarital counseling. And Mm -hmm. so I wonder sometimes if people just do it because it's a part of the process. You know, some uh, pastors or people who are going to marry you won't marry you unless you have had premarital counseling. And so I started wondering, do people just do it, you know, to just get through it so they could get to the wedding? And then I started thinking, okay, well, who can I have on here to do this chat with me? So I started thinking about people that I knew that, you know, maybe it was, you know, maybe divorced. But Uh the thing I wanted to ask was when you did your marriage counseling, Uh were there any red flags that you saw, but you kind of just chose to ignore or just really didn't? think about it because you know well we could fix that once we get married (laughs) like did did anything like that happen for you Uh, to be honest with you our counseling was like you said a couple weeks before the wedding it wasn't in-depth counseling it wasn't a counseling that you know you had to do major homework for or anything like that um i think it was a formality that the pastor did that he kind of just gave us some, you know, well, I need to at least meet you, talk to you. I think with his counseling was more for the big flags. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like it was for if you saw major issues happening, he may say, hey, you may want to wait a little bit or you may want to postpone the wedding or something like that. It wasn't really meant for that type of counseling that you're describing mm-hmm. that is needed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it has to start from the top. And so the pastors or the clergymen or whatever you want to call them, they need to have a good program for people who want to get married. Now, I do know that even if you go to the church or don't go to the church, whoever you use to to marry you, they should have some type of program set up in advance to let you know that you have to do so many weeks with me, you got to do so much or whatever, and that would help. Now, what you were saying, when people get to a certain point when they mail out them invitations and have that dress on deposit and they already told the world on Facebook, social media that they get married, your pride and you get in the way of that. So a lot of times you won't even confess if you do even see a red flag that it is a problem because you're too concerned about everybody else and that's what we do. We worry about everybody else. So instead of us saying, hey, uh, I do see this or oh I do see that we may need to post oh no 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 we already got the dress we talk about the money part we already put money down on this we put money down on that 
uh, grandma already got her airline ticket. <laughs> we already told so-and-so we're going to do this. The DJ's already booked. You know we can't get him back again for another year. You worry about all this, all this little simple mess and not worry about your life. So I think that it's a little bit of everything. It's not just one thing. I think that, that most people need to seek counseling for themselves before <laughs> yeah. getting into a relationship. Yeah, one thing I was reading. Yeah, one thing I was reading about, you know, before we did the chat was, you know, I looked at, you know, about looked up some things about premarital counseling, and um, one thing that I saw that I never even considered mm-hmm. was um, they suggested that if you're even in people in new relationships, even if you're not thinking about getting married yet. To start some kind of counseling, if if you see that if you have in your mind that this relationship might develop, you could start going to counseling and just kind of work out some kinks before you even get way down the road. And that's very you smart. Know? Very and smart. I, I never even thought about that, but there are people in serious relationships that could be getting some of this stuff out of the way. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't necessarily have to be engaged to you know get some counseling or relationship counseling in the on the way to getting married, like on the road to being engaged, you know? Mm -hmm. And then that way you could see a lot of those red flags and you don't have to wait so close to the wedding. So like, in your opinion, what do you think is a good time? Like how long after engagement, like after a couple becomes engaged, how soon do you think marriage counseling should start? Your personal opinion. My personal opinion is ASAP. Mm Mm-hmm. And what you just said, can I go back a little bit? What you just said makes a lot of sense. If you're already in tune who you are, you already kind of did seek counseling already for yourself. Even if it's a professional or you did self-help, you read books, you YouTube, you went to motivational speakers, whatever you did to prove who you are, your mindset is there already. So you, if you are mind like, if you already know who you are, you're gonna vibe that person that's like-minded like you. So you're going to have a person who is going to be in tune of who they are. So that won't even be a conversation to have because y'all both going to be on that wavelength to do that anyway. You see what I'm saying? Right. So you don't even have to even have to go through this because you know that the person that you're with is already on that same wavelength with you. They're going to want to do that in the relationship, not by engagement. Because when you get engaged, you're already telling somebody you want to marry them. Yeah. It's too late then. You already said that. So you needed to do that before you and propose to them so you already know that y'all are right to be married. Yeah, That's the reason sense. why we have this issue now with people because they don't do the work beforehand. Yeah, and when I read that, like, I really never thought about that. Like, you, mm-hmm. you do the counseling while you're just... Now, I don't want to say just because that minimizes it, but even before you get engaged, mm-hmm. go to some of that relationship, you know, counseling and and work out some of those kinks. Find out some things that you need to know before you ask her to marry you and before you say, I do. It's it's so much that comes with that, Donna. It's really a situation that a person really needs to know who they are. And that will avoid a lot of these issues down the line because it's going to be seamless. You're going to do this automatically. Mm -hmm. So the question you asked me was, when you get engaged, how soon you should get counseling? Obviously, it would be already happening before you got engaged Mm. just move to the next level of the counseling because you're already doing it because you want to make sure this works you're investing in yourself and you're investing in your relationship 
So right. before you invest done. any money, there you go. <laughs> Bingo. In a wedding that might not happen because I mean I just I really just don't think that people are a lot of people actually cancel weddings because something goes wrong in premarital counseling. I think a lot of people probably just say you know what well, well, we could work that out. You know after we get married we could fix this or work this situation out or whatever. But no, if if it's a red flag like right then and it, maybe it's a red flag you never even noticed or the counselor asked a question that brought up an answer that you never even, you know, mm-hmm. you knew, you never knew your partner thought like that. That's not the time to find that out when you're about to get married in two or three weeks. If you're a type of person, like I said, it all stems from the core. If you know who you are and invested in yourself, for yourself, by yourself, before you even got in a relationship, you would not have these issues. They wouldn't even came up because you would nip them in the bud. You wouldn't even entertain a certain person to even get to a point to see a blue, red, or white flag. You wouldn't have saw no flags because you would already know that you're not in tune with this person to even get to this point. That's right. People That's always say communication lies. is key. Communication is key. But you know what? Effective communication is key. Because we could talk all day. And we can talk in circles. We're communicating, but mm-hmm. it's not effective. And you learn about things like that in counseling. You know, everybody right. doesn't communicate the same way. You learn your partner's love language and they learn mm-hmm. yours. And mm-hmm. it's just a lot of things. I think there are just a lot of benefits to premarital counseling or counseling in general. And um, I don't know. I just wanted to do this quick chat today. It's not very long, but my hope is that it can help somebody. You know, I, I really, really hope it does, Donna. I really hope it does. And I hope people understand that please do not worry about other people. If, if Let's say you didn't do it the, the way we are discussing and you get to a point that you did do it and you did see that big red stop sign flag, whatever you want to call it. Love yourself enough to, to back down and, and come out and say, look, we need to take a pause and we need to maybe just stretch this out a little bit because I'm not comfortable on what I just saw or what I just felt or what we are going through. Don't worry about other people. And uh, us women, we are conditioned to think that we have to get married. And if we don't get married to this person that you're not going to marry nobody else and you're not going to find another person. And we get so scared of being by ourselves because we don't want to be by ourselves because we don't love ourselves enough to be by ourselves. It's really deep. So you have to really, really understand who you are and not be scared to be by yourself if that peace is better than being with somebody just to be married, just to go through, like you said, the wedding, not the marriage, right? the wedding. And that's what people are so caught up on this wedding stuff and not realizing, honey, after the wedding over that night, you know the people go home, right? Yeah. And you're stuck with this man you just married that had that flag flagging all the way through the wedding and now you want to deal with it. Now you're mad at him. Why are you mad at him? You be mad at yourself and you saw it and you still marry him because you're worried about what other people think about you if you cancel the wedding because they'll told you if you don't marry this man, who's going to be the next one? You may have to wait five, ten years before another man come in your life. You worry about that before worrying about your happiness. That's the problem. Yeah, and you know, you can't change people. Well, I'm gonna go into the the takeaway. Usually I have a takeaway for people just to give you something to think about. And um, well, in addition to what I was originally going to say, you know, just keep in mind, you cannot change people. Mm-hmm. You cannot think that, you know, well, after you get married, okay, well, this is gonna change or, or he'll change or she'll change after we get married, no. Mm-mm. That's one of the things you need to think about 
that pre, you know, that's one of the things premarital counseling will help you discover if you haven't discovered it already. Marriage doesn't change people. Like it may, but maybe not always for the better. Like you can't change someone just because you're married. Put it that way. Okay. And my other takeaway, uh, the original one was just to, you know, if you're thinking about marriage, don't skip the premarital counseling because there are some people who don't make you do it you know, in order to get married, like just some people, they'll just marry you. Don't skip that process. And if you are concerned about your finances and things that are in place, even before marriage counseling, well then think about the premarital counseling before you put down anything like the money and before you make reservations and, and, you know, put money down on a hall and a cake, take care of the the mental stability between the two of you. Make sure everything is right first before you start spending a whole lot of money. And you know, I just think that would be a good thing for you to do. Regina, do you have anything to add to the takeaway? You said so many great things already, but is there any one last thing that you would like to tell people who are in relationships or thinking about marriage or just any final comments? Yeah, I would say to basically add what you said is you know love yourself first put yourself first in this and make sure you're doing it for the right reasons and if you with a, a real man that loves you do not be scared to ask to do this you know because it's very important for your both well-being to get counseling it doesn't mean you're broken it doesn't mean nothing's wrong with you it's just to make sure that y'all two are compatible to be together y'all could still be two great people but you're just not meant to be together Right. It doesn't. It doesn't take your character away because y'all don't. You're not meant to be together. That's what people mess up on. They think that people are bad because you can't be with them. No, it's not nothing to do with that. So take your time. Realize that this is a lifetime commitment, and this put that investment in you and in him. Because if you know that y'all want to make it, then this is a great first step to take to do it. Yeah, set the foundation. Well, mm-hmm. thank you all for hanging with us today. And um, if you want to follow, follow Cousin Chat, please do so. And I hope you do. It's um, <laughs> We're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And you can listen to our episodes on CousinChat.com. That's C-U-Z-N-C-H-A-T.com. And we're also on, you know, your favorite podcast streaming platforms, such as, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, and such. So... Like I said, thanks again. Thank you again, Regina, for joining me. No problem. Thank you for having me. So until we come back to our next chat, I'm Donna. And I'm Regina. And this has been Cousin Chat. Okay. Be blessed, everybody. Bye.